Hello, and welcome to Pixel Hunt Podcast, where we deep dive and analyse games one system and letter at a time. I'm Sol. I'm Mark, and I'm Quackers. Uh, oh. I'm Dan, and I was going to say that, for oh, duck's sorry. sake. Ah, oh, nicely recovered, nicely recovered. Don't worry about it. it dis- Disney matter. Nah. That See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, right for this second series, uh, our world two, as we call it, you know, because it's like a gaming world and that, we're covering the Sega Mega Drive or the Sega Genesis if you're from... USA. We're working our way from A to Z. We're working our way from A to Z on a Sega Genesis. Yeah, with a number at the end. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that would have worked. Yeah. Uh, That's why this I epi- oh, right, sorry. This episode, <laughs> World 2, Stage 19, uh, it's an out-of-order queue. It's not, a pe- it's not people queuing up wrong. We should have done queue a few episodes ago, but somehow uh, the randomizer's dad missed it out. So we're doing Q, and with Q, you get quack shot. That's actually just one word, so it's quack shot, not quack shot. Quack. Anyway, you get one quack shot. Do, 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 do. Sorry. Anyway, quack shot. Baby, this evening. But before we get on to talking about one of the Sega Mega Drive's flagship pole-lifting games or whatever, um, we're going to have a little chat and see what we've been up to, or, as we always do. Films, music, games, stuff like that. What you've been up to, if you, like, I don't know. What you've been uh, up to, Daniel? Hello. I've been... <clears throat> I've watched um, some TV. Uh, just finished Happy Valley last night. Don't um, say it. I'm not going to say anything, but the acting is incredible and it deserves every award that is going to come its way, undoubtedly. Um, I don't really want to say any more than that, but it's great good. It doesn't disappoint because sometimes you can watch these shows for ages and then it finishes and you go, oh, what a pile of shit that ending was. Like Game of Thrones, apparently is shit at the end I don't know I didn't start watching any of it um, Breaking Bad I thought was a bit of a naff ending but mm. and it's that's a danger in it you watch all these shows especially the American ones you're like it's just wasted so much of my life because every episode's an hour long and there's 300 episodes in each series and there's 500 series and it finishes on the, a shit episode but no Happy Valley good very good good ending I, I, I'll, I'll refer you to Line of Duty that got increasingly daft. That <laughs> went the yeah. same way. Yeah, I think I binned that off after, um, I, can't, I can't remember, a couple of series ago anyway, where I went, yep, this has got fucking stupid, and just stopped watching it. And they're looking for H, aren't they, at the end? Like, Who's H? Who is this mysterious H? Is and then when you tell you... Like us losing Q. And when, they do, when you do find out, it's got, oh... Him. Well, I don't know. Or her, so maybe. I might end up Who knows? Um, yeah. I've also started watching The Last of Us. I've only watched one episode, but I enjoyed that. It's quite high production value, isn't it? I like Pedro Pascal. Um, it's a typical American show, though, isn't it? It looks 
good. It's going to be big. A lot of parallels with the game, I suppose it's supposed to be. But, <laughs> um, yeah. I've seen up to Ep 4, and it's uh, really good. Episode 3 in particular is probably one of the best episodes of TV you're ever going to see. Well, I'd finished watching episode 1 and went, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, they've got a Thoroughly story, haven't they? Well, yeah. But, I mean, like, oh, yeah, that's... That's they've been turned into a exactly fungus. Same as, it's exactly the same as game, isn't it? Then, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. They expand on it on, on two, and then they go a bit left field on three, and then they're back on track with the game on four. But I like what they're doing with it. I think it's got legs. I suppose uh, you always run that risk, though, don't you, when with a, with a heavily story-driven game, someone's mm. going to go, well, they didn't do that in the game, or it's not yeah, the but same I'd, as the game. What they've, do, what they've changed so far, I think they've changed for the better, to be fair. So I think every single decision they've made has been a good decision. And I'd say that guy met Chernobyl, he's not fucking around, is he? You know, the, the guy that's written it is he's, he's amazing. So, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be good. And what I'm hoping is they've greenlit it now, haven't they, for a season two. However, season two is predominantly set probably about six years in the future. So I'm hoping what they do is take the opportunity now to have four more series before they actually do the second game where they're not reliant really on on the game at all. They can tell a separate story of what happened between the two games. Yeah, so I hope that they take that route rather than just rushing straight into, um, straight into the next well, game. No doubt they will, because all American shows have got 3,000 series, haven't they? So they've just gone forever yeah, and ever. Yeah, they're going to want to make the most out of it, aren't they? I think, and it, but it is really good, really good. But they don't want to stretch it out too far, because I think that's what ruined Walking Dead. That just what ruined Walking Dead ever, was ever, the people that wrote it and acted in it. Oh, okay, yeah, possibly. I felt like it was mugging uh, me off that show after a while. Well, that's that's the point. It was fucking shit. Nothing so, happened in every episode no, nothing, until yeah, the last I mean, 10 minutes. You could literally, you could <laughs> distill an entire season down into about 14 minutes of good stuff. Yeah, and that but, was the same every single time. And then um, my interest in it really, really died when um, the um, when Glenn got his head smashed in. And I was like, all right. So I've stuck with this all this time. And actually, the only guy that's worth watching in this whole shit show of a series, you've just smashed a baseball bat in his fucking head and made me watch him die. So I turned it off and never watched any more of it. I don't know if he was dead by the time I watched it. They, got, well, they, they went got, to the prison, then they got, ended up Spoiler getting out of the prison. <laughs> yeah. They got the, the guy, the general dude, come back and he started shooting up the prison. So they all ran away. Oh, God, yeah, that's quite a way about it. It was actually still all right then. Coral, Coral, <laughs> no, yeah. no. Oh, bitey, bitey, chomp, chomp. Oh, next season. <laughs> we need to move. We need to bitey, move somewhere bitey, chomp, else. Chomp. Oh, you're new. Wonder which episode you'll die in. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. fucking casualty. You just look <laughs> at the start of a new series and go, episode four, he's dead. Episode five, she's dead. Episode eight, he's dead. Coral will be there till the end. You yeah. know, so it was rubbish. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. Um, I played some games. Go on. I, pl- I played one of the free ones that was on Epic uh, called Epistory. And? It's... um. Is it about, it's about someone who's got a? Oh, I was going to say it's about someone with a peanut allergy that uh, really is reliant on an EpiPen, but no. No, let me give you the the full title: Epi Story, 
Typing Chronicles. So, uh, yeah, I think I've seen this. You're it a girl on the back good. of a big fox riding around on it. And the controls for the for the fox, it controls in like a uh, four directions, but what are they called? I don't know. Not not like a plus sign, like a multiple like sign. In diagonals. Yeah, like Cuba. Um, and you use E and F and I and J on the keyboard to walk away and, so it's and like- down. Like you would in an isometric game, yeah, basically. and it yeah. takes a little adapting to to begin with. But then, mm. when enemies come on the screen, you hit spacebar to turn into like attack mode, and they've all got words over their head, and you type the words out to kill them, and um, then you can level up, and just your powers get stronger, and you kill things quicker, and burn through the words faster. I don't know. It's interesting. It's all like it's got a nice art style. It's all papery um, and cell shady ish. No, it's not, but it looks nice. It's quite fun, and it makes me realise how bad I am at typing. And I'm lo- <laughs> I have to keep looking down at the keyboard, even though they're making you put your fingers on F and J, the home keys, so you know this is how you type. I'm just crap at typing. I haven't finished that yet, but I'm enjoying it. It's nice. Um, I've also played something that came to Game Pass last week, I think, called Hi-Fi Rush. I like it. Hello. <laughs> How have you been playing it? I played it to the. Essentially, it's a really long tutorial, isn't it? And then you get to your hideout. So, yes. but the, the it's probably an hour's worth of gaming before you get to that point, and then you're like familiar with it. it? But yeah. uh, I'm sorry, I'll let you talk about it because I don't know if Mark knows about it. So. No, I was going to say. Uh, no, I uh, my friend Craig has said to me, "Get this," and I was like, "I've got too much other shit to get at the minute, but I'll add it to my list." But yeah, he said he's raving about it. So yeah, a kid gets uh, a, a wannabe rock star goes in. It's set in the future at some point. Doesn't say when. Gets uh, a robotic arm transplanted, but during the process, during the um, operation, whatever you want to call it. His MP3 player lands on his chest and then it stamps the arm onto him to fix it, but it stamps the MP3 player into his chest. So it's, it's like Iron Man, but with a, a with a iPod instead. And when it goes into battle, the music, the beat is there. So you've got, to, you've got to play the whole thing to the beat. So when you're attacking enemies, there's always a, like a constant beat going in the music and all the background's dancing. So everything's moving to the beat. And you do combos. Your light, your light attacks are one, two, three, four. Your heavy attacks will be one, three, one, three. You oh, know. Okay, interesting. And then you can do combos. Um, like there's there's a combo where you hit them, then you miss a beat, then you hit them twice, and then it knocks them up into the air, and then you can juggle them with the air. So that's with the light attack. But you go one miss, two, three, well one, three, four. Then you know it's. It's quite interesting if you've of a musical mind and you've got rhythm, but it's really difficult if you haven't. But there's a lot of visual it, prompts. It holds your hand as well, though, so it, you're not punished for not being on the beat. And yeah, and, okay. and so you can still kind of whack it. It's basically bayonetta crossed with jet set radio. Crossed, crossed with, crossed with, with the necro dancer. Yeah, it definitely sounds like my bag. Yeah, crossed with the, what's that rhythm beat agents. 
Is that what Robbie oh, called? Yeah. Elite yeah, behavior. Yeah. yeah. Necro dancer. Something yeah, like that. That necro dancer. It's, it's a bit like that, but yeah, Bayonetta and it's Jet Set Radio. It looks good. It looks good. The humor's quite good. I quite liked it. It's um, um, produced by Shinji Mikami, isn't it? I don't know. And if you've got to research. <laughs> Fucking Maybe. played it. What more do you want? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was on Game Pass. That's as much as you need to know. <laughs> Obviously, because they don't yeah. buy out. <laughs> but you wouldn't. You wouldn't think. Well, it's again Shinji. Yeah, oh, Shinji Mikami of Capcom of Resident Evil fame and what have you. But uh, it's Cap. So it's Capcom by heart. It's not Capcom produced, is it? It's Bethesda. Bethesda and Turtle. Um, what's the who made it? Can't remember. But the logo looks like a, it's a snail out of its shell. Slug. <laughs> Slug <laughs> games. Tango Game Works. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's good. It's good. Is that, hmm. uh, is that Shinji Mikami's company then? Yes. Tango Gameworks Tango. is a Japanese video game developer based in Tokyo. Founded in what else they done? I've seen that logo on other shit. Evil Within. Yeah, even with ah, the Okay, I love that. Ghostwire Tokyo and Hero Dice. You know what, right? Just just what? bear with me, listeners, and you 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 three. Just scan an ear on Two. Uh, old Shinji's Wikipedia. <laughs> there's someone page, else right? in the room. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's ghost <laughs> ghost sort of people all around us. So just quickly scanning here, right? Shinji Mikami, right? And obviously he's had various roles of producers, director, executive producer, whatever. High fi rush. Ghostwire Tokyo, Evil Within, 1 and 2, Shadows of the Damp, God Hand, Resi 4, Beautiful Joe, Phoenix Wright, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, Steel Battalion, Dino Crisis, Dino Crisis 2. Just Some uh, good chops. Who, who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> Devil May Cry. De- Devil, I... May, you know. Devil May Cry framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> I think he did, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I found out the other day, and I don't know how I didn't know this, but you know Beautiful Joe... When he yes. transforms and he goes, Henshin a go go, baby. baby. Yeah. Henshin means transform. No, I did not know that. Um, that is a game. Sorry, we're getting derailed here that I really <laughs> want to see someone re- redo because yeah. it's one of my all time favourite games it's of all time. Yeah, and it. every now and then I'll put a GameCube emulator on just for that game. I yeah, it's it. really good. I've got one, I've got that and two somewhere. I'd want a skin on two, but um, I, but I really loved the first one. They did a they did a um, like a battle royale type game as well, didn't they? Not mm. um, not like a Smash Brothers, but with yeah, beautiful Joe thing. characters. Which I don't know if that was any good either. But, but yeah, I loved it so much. It's so weird, isn't it? It's yeah. great. Yeah, Henshin a go go baby. Um, so that was me. I played those games. Oh, I've also played some more Warzone. With my workmates, which is funny, but I think that's just the company I'm keeping. It's not really funny sh- shooting Arabs in head. That's not funny, is it? <laughs> it is when you explain it like that. <laughs> that might get cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way you said it. It's not really funny. You're just shooting Arabs in head. I am fair to get more experience points. And all games just shooting people in head sometimes. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this well, one just happens to be set in Almazra, wherever that is. I think they've made it up. I think it's a takeaway at Wakefield Westgate. Donut. Don, 
<laughs> Don't have meat and chips for Mark Mazra. <laughs> £2.50. Yeah, so that's oh. me. Well, I'll go next then because I'm going to be yakking on about this bloody game, aren't I? So you don't hear me all the time. Uh, I've not done a lot. Mark? <laughs> in, in a rare, rare thing, we, we, this, uh, we're turning another podcast around pretty quick, aren't we? So the yeah. window of opportunity of playing and doing stuff has been very small. So obviously I've been playing quite, quite short, which is just one word. I've been playing Hi-Fi Rush, I've had a bit of that. Um, and I've been playing WarioWare Inc., on the Game Boy Advance because it came up in the 1001 Games book that I do on a Tuesday night on Twitch and that came up and I've been playing a lot of that because it's just brilliant, isn't it? All it's those WarioWare. proper, 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 proper good. I think my favourite one was the one on... the one with the two two screens. The yes. Touched. WarioWare Touched. Yes, I really liked that one. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play the one on the Wii? No, I only played Smooth Moves. They did have one on the Wii. You had to pump up a balloon and you had to have the Wii mode like that. Yeah. Like, that doesn't work on the radio, does it? I'm wiggling my hands. You had to waggle it. You had to look like you were tossing off and stuff. I went down a bit of a rabbit hole with it. So, did you know there was. So, there is. There's one for the GameCube in there which was called WarioWare Incorporated, I think, which was kind of a redo of the GBA. Then you had the touched then you've got the one the smooth moves and then you've got the one that's just come on the switch but there was one called WarioWare Twisted which didn't get a PAL release so as a result it's quite expensive to pick up and it contains the gyroscope you know that uh, Pokemon Pinball has you know like the big it's like a it's got a gyroscope inside the cartridge so no it, it's it's motion it works motionized Thingies, yeah, on the motionalized, motionalized. Yeah, well, apparently, I think if you believe Wikipedia, I think I think this is what it said. It didn't get a PAL release or a European release because I think it contains mercury in the thing, and, and they weren't happy importing it. I might have made that up. I don't know. I think I've had a stroke. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and what else? Uh, I'm still slowly going through the Minish Cap. Which is oh, nice. that's interesting. On your on your oh, twisted well. thing, the mm-hmm. game automatically calibrates the gyro sensor when the game is turned on. It works both top loading slots, like the Game Boy Advance, and bottom loading slots. Oh, so it's what, aware whether it's been both of them. No, I think what it's saying is if you've got it, if you've got it in a oh well, in my analog pocket, let's say it's pointing upwards, so it's aware that it's upwards. Mm. But if you're using it in say the DS. It's oh, in okay. the ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, it sticks out the get bottom, in, doesn't it? Get in your DS ass. So, Shove yeah. it in the bottom slot, yeah. So and obviously it works slot. out. That's what DS stands for. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, it's just a bag of fun, that. And it's just really addictive. Uh, but there's one on that. Oh, God, I don't, know if you, I don't know if you guys have actually played. It's the first ever one that came out. The one that I've been playing, this one here. I'm holding up to the camera right now, but no one, no one can see this, listeners. Uh, I don't think I have played it. No. There is on that um, a bloody baseball. You've got a there's a baseball launcher that's firing baseballs. That's at in you. that 
that I have oh, that, that. that thing that is in the other in the touch one as well, and it's a bastard on that. Yes, yeah. absolute shitbag. And they come, they're either come at you hundred miles an hour or they loop, and even cheekily yeah. they loop out of the screen on this one, so you lose the arc as well, and then they drop back oh, out. Nice. Like, stop it! And you've got, I think you can only make four mistakes out of ten or something. It's ridiculous. But I don't know because I was playing it. As well as <clears throat> I was playing it on the game because I was streaming, I was playing on the GameCube with the Game Boy Player into an OSSC onto onto a HD LCD telly. So, so there'll have been no added delay. To yeah, that's that, what I'm blaming. I'm blaming. <laughs> I'm blaming. <laughs> Slight, yeah. just enough. Not my lack. aging reactions. Um, oh, and um, contrary to a popular rumor that the lack of a European release is due to the Game Boy Advance's gyroscope using Mercury, it uses a piezoelectric gyroscope that does not contain Mercury. Oh, so yeah, I had so misread there. that then. Um, and I think that's it. I've not watched any TV. I've watched Happy Valley. In fact, I watched it last night, the final episode. But I'm going to have to watch it again because I drunk loads of bourbon and I can barely remember what happened. <laughs> I can remember going, oh, all right, all right, yeah, 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 I get yeah. But this morning I've had to try and work out what happened and I, I, can, I've got, I can remember the rough gist of it, but there's loads of side plots and stuff that I can't remember how they all got tied up. So <laughs> so like, right, okay, I'll have to watch that again. I'll watch it after this, I think. Uh, I've started, in fact, actually, the Mandalorian season three is on its way, isn't it? So um, I've got a poorly daughter at the minute, she came home from a sleepover and we've had brown vomit yellow vomit and green vomit Ooh, so nice. <clears throat> so in order to make her feel better we've been sat watching mandalorian from the start so again in in prep for that third series so that's all right this is the way i don't think i ever finished watching two i think i watched the first episode and for some reason never went back to it get it get it done it's good don't watch boba fett though well you, you probably should do because mandalorian turns up in it towards the end and then it gets oh, really good. I did watch it all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I did watch it all. Oh, was that the one? I, I don't know. Get <laughs> hey, on with it. Move yeah, on. Yeah, come on, Mark, you. <laughs> um, I've watched... I went to the cinema with the kids and watched Megan. That was pretty good. That's um, about a doll that, uh, like, is a, an, a, an Alexa-type thing built into a doll, and it uh, it's tasked with protecting this child and obviously takes that a bit too literally and goes fucking cuckoo crazy. Um, so it's like a kid's version of a Chucky film, um, but it was really, really good. That doll um, looks like uh, from um, the Marvel films, The Scarlet Witch. I think yeah, and, and uh, it looks like the girl that's playing the doll. <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, that was all right. Um, Series-wise... Awesome. Olsen. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess it does a bit. Uh, Series-wise, I watched, uh, like, say, The Last of Us, and that episode three, there's uh, an actor in it, his name's Murray Bartlett, I think something like that, um, who popped up in The White Lotus and popped up in Welcome to the Triple Nails and popped up in Physical, and now he's popped up in The Last of Us in that episode. And so far, I'd never heard of this guy before, and he seems to just be in everything that I've watched recently. And everything that he's been in, he has stolen the show every <laughs> single time. So there's a lot of talk about how, ooh, Nick Offerman should win uh, some sort of Grammy for his acting in episode three, but I think the other guy were better. Um, so yeah, I've watched uh, that. That's the the majority, really, of uh, of what um, what I've watched. Playing. Um, 
I finished God of War Ragnarok finally, um, which was a very very good game right until the very very end. It's still a good game even though it's finished. It's just so fucking long. Just it got to the point where I was just like fucking come on. Just and then my son were like, "Well, stop doing side quests then, and just do main thing." And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, you! I do what I want. I'm <laughs> off to go. I'm off to go find this amulet." <laughs> I'm, I'm so, gonna do the side quests. And be annoyed. Leave me alone. Yeah, I'd be be annoyed that it's taking too long. Uh, so but, all games um, are too big, though. All games are too long. There's maybe, too many. Maybe not. Stop, stop maybe, making maybe them not. so big. Um, but yeah, it was very big. It was very, very good. Um, uh, for me, I, it was hard, which I liked, but there's just not enough complexity with the loadout. You know, you've got you've got his weapon set. You've got kind of, oh, you can put this special on, that special on, the other. But for me, I prefer the, like, the fluidity that you get with something like Bloodborne or Dark Souls or Elden Ring, where you can approach every situation with an entirely different approach effectively and you can't do that with god of war your approach is it's that approach because that's the approach we want you to have and that's how we've designed that boss so you defeat him in that particular way and blah 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 which is fine but it's a bit boring in it um so so yes it was good and until the end um then i moved on to callisto protocol uh which i've binned off because it's shit um so it's basically <laughs> oh god honestly it is fucking dull right the production value of it is great um the combat is so shit that you th- you think it would what were they actually thinking you know like it is literally like okay you've gone to the trouble of making this game look this good and then made the combat like that like what what, what? at some point right I- so, yeah, Dead Space, it's Dead Space with a different skin on it. Only what they've done is, instead of you shooting the limbs off of the aliens, um, most of it is melee. So you have a weapon, but you have so few bullets, you ain't going around shooting things. So what you do is you've got a dodge mechanic, um, So, but it's more like a boxing game dodge where he sort of uh, lunges from side to side or backwards and forwards. Like yeah? punch out. Now, there's no button to activate this dodge. It decides when you're moving left and right and when you're dodging. So so there's no, like, I've locked onto this enemy, therefore now I'm dodging, and now I'm in melee mode. It goes, no, you're fighting now. And it's like, well, I want to run off. Well, tough shit, you're dodging. You know, it's like, fuck off. You know, it's just, it's really annoying. Is it's it, like, it, it won't allow you to play it how you want to play it. Is um, it what, so it's what, really annoying. So does it force you into, into, like, a quick time event type? No, 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 not at all. It's, it, is a, it is an actual fight. And then what will happen is, you know, you'll successfully dodge and then you'll twat it round the head and then a, a target will appear on it. And then if you're really quick, you can lock onto that target with your gun and shoot it and kill it quicker. So rather than having to stand back and pop it in the head, it's encouraging you, don't waste your bullets, get up close, have this fight with it, stagger it, then shoot it, its head will come off and then it's done with. But everything is so tediously signposted. It's unreal. You walk into a room and it's like, bullets there, bullets there, bullets there. Right, okay, it's going to be a fight now. Or you walk into another room and it's like, oh, all right, okay, yeah, I'm going to need a key for that then. You know, it's it's so predictable and dull and the storyline is so pedestrian and boring. Um, and then I played the Dead Space remake and it's beautiful. 
you know. Uh, so I went on that and I were like, how can the guy that made this get, how can these people that have remade his old game get that better than his new game? Why is his new game worse than his old game? Do you know what I mean? When essentially it's the same thing. Uh, so he, Callista uh, Protocol, pile of shit. As, do you think he's tried to distance himself from Dead Space too much? No, no, no. He hasn't distanced himself, distanced himself enough. So here's what happens at the start of Dead Space. A couple of guys on a spaceship crashes into a prison planet. It crashes into a, a, a abandoned thing it's overrun with aliens and this guy's got to fight to escape get his way out repair his ship and escape callista protocol starts with a guy on a ship and his ship crashes into a prison planet and then he has to get put in prison and then he's got to escape the prison that's now infested with these zombie-like creatures and repair his ship and escape it's the fucking same story right it's this exactly the same story looks a little bit prettier the combat is made worse the game is made smaller the enemies are more repetitive it's just a mess it's just a, just an absolute mess so it's really 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 disappointing i will finish it i'm probably about halfway through i will finish it just principally because i spent 70 quid on it but it's terrible um but it did make me go back to Returnal. Now, if you remember, I slagged Returnal off because I was like, I can't play this game because I can't save it and the runs are too big. So there's just no point in me playing it. So I binned it off, but they've put a save in now. So you can save mid-run. It's one of the best games I've ever played in my life. It's, it's great, absolutely it? amazing. It's... Just staggeringly, amazingly good. I'm so, so glad they put that feature in because now I can actually enjoy it to its fullest. And... I love that I can go on it for 10 minutes and have a quick blast and, and enjoy it. Or I can sit there and go, no, right, I'm going to delve deeper this time. I've got a couple of hours now that I'm going to really sink into it. And I, I think it's uh, I think it's absolutely brilliant. It's like a cross between um, just a really good roguelite and something like Dark Souls. It's Dark Souls with guns and roguelite elements. It's, br it's brilliant. At its core, it's, um, there's an arcade shooter in there as well, isn't there? Yeah, you could, you could tell it's come from uh, Resogun, wasn't it? Resogun and Nex Machina, yeah. uh, House Mark, isn't it? Yeah, is it's, it? it's really good. But yeah, you can see that what makes it sing is that tight. It's a tight engine. Is a it is tight, and the thing yeah. is, it's it's really difficult and really rewarding. And like when the kids are watching it, they're like. You look like you're like the best gamer in the world when you're playing that game, you know. Yeah. But you're not. It's just so fluid and so easy to control and so responsive that, you know, it just looks amazing when you're looking at it on the screen and you're blasting from one side and jumping over this and doing and this attack and it's so colourful and dashing, it's it's dashing yeah. through through the a la um, that uh, Enter the Gungeon. Where you dash through the attacks and yeah, it's just it's just a really good game. It's just nice. It is. It's brilliant. So I I think I'm gonna park uh, Dead Space and Callisto Protocol until I've either got bored of or finished um, uh, Returnal and then go back to them. Uh, so that's me. That's uh, the extent of what I've done. Oh well, there you go. Busy. Even look look how much stuff we get done in in like three weeks or something. Two weeks. I don't know. <laughs> hey. Just one final thing. I did watch Extraordinary on Disney Plus, which is a UK-based. Um, 
people are going to go, oh, more. It's superhero based, but it's a comedy. And the, yes, you sent, you shared the trailer with us, didn't you? And yeah. it does look uh, Basically, when everyone turns 18, they get a superpower. So everyone's got superpowers. So or, I guess it's a power if, you've, if everyone's got it. It's not super bright. But the main character hasn't yet got a superpower. But it's filthy. In the first five minutes, there's references to masturbation and cum faces. And one of the, one of the uh, characters in it has got, uh, can orgasm when, when he touches you, you will orgasm uncontrollably. And he found out that he got that power when he scored a goal and high-fived his dad <laughs> playing football. <laughs> <laughs> and his dad wasn't bad enough. He's, he, went, he then reached down to try and pick his dad up as he was orgasm in the middle of the garden in front of all his family. So, so that's the level of humour that it's at. But it's, it's just really funny. I thought, this is utter filth, this. I'm, I'm all for it. But yeah, Sold. What, sold. What to that? But let's get on to, let's talk about the game, which is... This is the game. The game that we've been playing. Right, so yeah, we've been playing on the Sega Mega Drive Genesis Quackshot, which is a Disney-themed game. Well, in fact, it, it's got many titles, depending on where you um, reside in this globe. But generally, you call it Quackshot, but also it's called Quackshot starring Donald Duck. Or in Japan, it was called Quackshot Guru Jia o no Hiho, which is Quackshot, the treasure of King Garuzia. But I've also seen it called I Love Donald Duck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Castle of Illusion was called I Love Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So... If you are familiar with Castle of Illusion, the classic Mickey Mouse platformer on the Mega Drive, uh, which came before this, it's very much similar. Um, Side-scrolling platformer, looks beautiful. The views the Disney license really well, just as they did with Castle of Illusion. And funnily enough, um, it was from the same director, and she was called Imiko Yamamoto, and the same art artist, art director, or whatever, called Takishi Yuda. Uh, so they continued, that team continued on to make this. Oh, sorry, yes, it was released in North America, 19th of December, 1991. And in Japan, oddly, if you believe the internet, a day later, 20th of December, 1991. And helpfully, the PAL release was all over the internet as... 1991. So thank you for, for that. <laughs> so I can only assume it came out around either the 19th or the 20th as well. But So that's what we're going for those, those days because I couldn't find any particular date. Just 1991, helpfully. So yeah, sorry. So yeah, Emiko, uh, Emiko Yam, Yamamoto and Takashi Yuda, as I said, they did um, Castle of Illusion. And they also went on to do the World of Illusion, which came after Quackshot. I didn't um, like that. 
Did you not like it? I don't think I've ever played World of Illusion. I don't no. think I have either, but I really liked the other one and I liked the remake of it. Well, she came back to do the remake. The oh. HD the HD remake in 2013. And she went on to work on, I think was a, the producer or one of the main supervising or supervisory role on Kingdom Hearts. So she's very oh. much Disney. So she's, Disney. she's all Disney-fied and shit. Yeah. She's she's just um, referred to by a singular name in the in the um, credits, isn't like, she? Like Madonna or Bono. Yeah, but it's it's like a nickname for her, and I can't remember what it is because I remember getting to the credits and going, "Eh, who's that?" Elmerini or something like that, wasn't it? I can't, I have scanned it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um. And yeah, so she went on to do that. And Takashi um, Takashi Yuda, he looks to be a Mega Drive Sega big boy. So he's worked on eSwap. Uh, he was a designer on Revenge of Shinobi, was a character designer on Sonic the Hedgehog 3, worked on all of the Poyo Pop Fever games, and Space Channel 5 as well. So I, Space amongst, Channel 5 and Puyo Pop. Amongst others, really, yeah. He was the director of Space Channel 5. The uh, the no um, shrinking violets, these two. No, they know what they're doing by the sound of it. Certainly. So, bef- before I go on to explain the game mechanics, I'm, I've already said it's a side-scrolling platformer, right? But this is... There's no gist. mechanics in it. No, really, no. Well, there's a plumber. Well, anyway, so this is the gist from the instructions, right? A treasure hunt across the continent. While Uncle Scrooge naps, Donald Duck is flipping through some old books in the library. Whack! Out falls a strange piece of paper from one of the books. It's a long-lost message from King Garuzia, the old-time ruler of the Great Duck Kingdom. He's hidden his most prized possession somewhere on Earth, and he's left a map that leads to its whereabouts. I could be rich, richer than Uncle's... Uncle Scrooge, Donald thinks to himself, but Big Bad Pete, that's that big, big guy, isn't he? Big, is he a dog? I think he is, isn't he? I don't know what I'm he is. I'm not sure what he is. No, it's like we he don't know like what Goofy is, looks like a dog is, without a beak. Yeah, a bit of a Goofy is a dog. Goofy's a dog, yeah. Is he? Or is he a Yeah, cow? he's definitely a dog. Pluto's a dog. Pluto's a planet. <laughs> All right, yeah, well, it's been it's... demoted. It's a star now. Anyway, mm. right, Big Bad Pete and his ducky gang. I don't know why it's a ducky gang. Are lurking outside the window. They're about to snatch the map, but Donald dashes away safe at the moment. Donald, you're late, Daisy scolds. That's his uh, lady friend, Daisy. But Daisy, something fabulous is waiting for me. If I can find it, it'll be a terrific surprise for you. I'll tell you all about it when I get back. If he comes back, Donald has no idea what dangers surround the hunt for the great duck treasure. He only knows that he'll do anything to find it. Now, as terrible as that blurb was... Goonies, isn't it? That that <laughs> made that made the in-game text seem. I mean, that's like Charles Dickens compared to the in-game text. I mean, I don't know who wrote or translated that, but it looks like something a four-year-old would have written. Are you it's referring? Dreadful. Are you referring to the opening cutscene slash? Yeah. Still images, yeah. opening, yeah. yeah, which is really odd, right? Because it, it does kind of cover that. He's looking. Mm. He says, "I'm looked for a book," and then Pete chases him, but mm. he falls down a manhole. 
but he managed yeah. <laughs> really hard. <laughs> it's proper random. Yeah. Like, are you reading it? And it's like, this is like, you know, when they said at school, oh, today's creative writing day. What have you written, Barry? And Barry, like, pulls a pencil out of his nose and his favourite crayon out and quickly writes something and goes, oh, I've written this. And that's better than what's in this game. Well, it, it yeah, so it... He runs away, Pete falls down a manhole, he goes to Daisy, I'm off to go do this, Daisy, because where are you going? And she's mad. Yeah. But then he, go, he gets like, in a it's plane. It's like, chill out, I'll buy you something nice. He gets in a, pl- he gets in a plane. <laughs> and, then plane. Pete, and then they get him one. Yeah, and then Pete gets in to have one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just, just happened to have another plane lying around yeah. for him to get in. So. Um, I think he also even says something like shit, and then he chased him. Because he also had a plane. I think it even <laughs> says it like that. It's that's that's how shit it is. It's written by um, Dan Brown. <laughs> yeah. The man got in the plane and chased the other man in a plane. He the pressed plane the thing red. and turned the what's it. <laughs> the bad man chased the duck. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah. So that then leads on to what you actually when you start the game after that. Uh, drawn out cut cut scene slash uh, narrative you are presented with a map the map that falls out of the book and on that you have three destinations you have got it is a map of the the world world. yes sorry it's a map of the world (laughs) sorry and you have got um, three destinations you've got Duckburg Mexico and Transylvania and you can oh Transylvania open from the start Yes, so you can go to any one of these. However, you can only complete certain ones after you've spoken to certain people at the end of certain levels. It's like each level's comprised of two bits, isn't it? It's got like an outdoory bit and an indoory bit. And to get to the indoory bit, or the next bit, rather, Mm. there is some sort of key or item that has to be got from another location. So you're flying around. Essentially, that's it. Yeah. You get to the end of, say, part A of a yes. level. And there's a character there who goes, ooh, you can't come past here because you can't yeah. get up that wall. Or, ooh, yeah. you can't get I've, in have here. Have you got a, a key? Wall. Have you got a key? Yeah. So then you have to go to the... But the good thing about that is, is once you've completed that A section, a flag appears, yes. and then you can call the plane up, which Huey, Dewey and Louie turn up, and then you can bez around back on the map, and you don't have to recomplete that A section. You've kind of it, a, yes. It's kind of a checkpoint, isn't it, in each one of the, the maps? It doesn't uh, yes. tell you you can do that, though, nor does it tell you you need to get in the plane and bugger off somewhere else. It just goes, you need a, you need a, you need you climbing need a gear to get up this wall. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I've missed the climbing gear then. And I wandered around that stage for about half an hour. <laughs> if it hadn't have been for Sol saying, oh, you need to do this to call your plane yeah, back on our WhatsApp it. chat, yeah, yeah, I would have never known. No, yeah. I wouldn't. No, because the thing is, when you get to the... It, a flag appears, and then Donald yeah. automatically walks back to the flag. Yeah, and I just took it as a, oh, I can't go that way. I'll turn around and keep going <laughs> right, okay. the other way. Because so like, you missed something, go back. The flag is yeah, flashing but at you've that got to point. pause the game to bring that menu up. Yeah, you have to press start, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, anyway, I, I worked out. We'll I didn't read that. the instructions. It is in the instructions. Anyway, so what you've really got here is a side-scrolling platformer. So... In each of these levels, you're coming across baddies. So in Duckburg, you've got Pete's gangs, they're throwing stuff at you. You're armed with a plunger, 
which stuns why them. i don't know why a plunger i honestly don't know it's weird isn't it, it? that's never explained is it like no. why donald duck goes hang on gonna go on this big uh, dangerous mission you'd have thought they'd have at least but daisy passes that plunger why? Shut the fuck up, bitch. Just pass me the plunger. Just anything, just to explain why he's got a plunger. <laughs> but then why? They give him plunger upgrades. They don't give him... They could have given him... For what the items do when you get the new ones, why give him other plungers? It's just I, weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll quickly look in the instructions then to see what... Because on the cover of the game, it's actually suggests that it's a gun. That fires plungers, and I don't, I can't remember. Yeah, it is. Does he fire yeah. a gun in his animation when he's firing it? I don't think so. I think a plunger so. just appears just in appears, front of him. It? And it, nah. Yeah, I thought so. I think anyway, it does. so you've you if you uh, when you defeat enemies, they drop money, which again is another hateful thing. And I know it's of a time gone by, right? But you pick up money, and the money <clears> just gives you points. So what you've got <laughs> yeah, is you've got just, point, yeah. just points. Pointless. So you've got a platforming. Uh, action adventure a bit of a, i wouldn't say an rpg but it's certainly an adventure game isn't it where you've got to go and, yeah. and work stuff out and, and do puzzles and things that's enough i don't have to try and get the high score as well just by arbitrarily no. collecting money bags and the thing is if there were a fucking shop in the game yes then it would make perfect sense collect yeah. money and buy some food or whatever or buy an upgrade or you know buy an ability to turn that frenzy thing on he does yeah um, they also drop popcorn, so then you can fire mm-hmm. popcorn shooters, which is like a spread shot, isn't it? And that will remove the enemies from the map, as opposed to the plungers, which just stuns them so you can run past. But you've got to be careful because they're only stunned momentarily out there, so if you walk past them, they'll, they'll, they'll get you again. You get plenty of time, unless you're you do. Of, like having to dodge something else. Yeah. And um, as you progress through the game, as we've touched on, you are given an upgrade to your plungers, so then you can use them to climb up walls. So they stick on the wall, and you can jump on the handles and then jump higher and higher, which is quite an interesting. It's better than a just box standard grappling gun or something like that. It gives a bit of uh, vertical platformerization, so that's quite quite good. And on the Mexico level, you've got cactuses and vultures are flying above you, and they're dropping bees on you. And in Transylvania, you've got bats and and swamps to try take, and not fall in. In Transylvania, mm-hmm. even though you fight Count Dracula at the end, and he is a duck, there's no Count Duckula. Yeah. Well, and when it said Cosgrove Transylvania, Hall. I thought, yay, we're going to have Count Duckula. And we well, he's not Disney, though, is he? What they should have done was Darkwing What? Duck. Is he not? No, it's no. Cosgrove is Hall, he not? isn't he? Count Duckula. It's a British oh. thing, isn't it? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, David Jason. David Jason, David Jason yeah. That, that would explain it. Yeah, it could have had Darkwing Duck, though. But I don't think he was window. ever a bad guy. No, was he? he was kind of just a. It was just um, like a crime fighter, wasn't he? It's supposed to be like a riff on Batman, too. I don't know. Anyway, so that so then your three levels that you initially get, then, so in spoilers, but if you want to play this or if you've not played this, go to Mexico first. They tell you you need a key to get into a tomb. You go to Duckburg to get the key. You go back to Mexico into the tomb, and then you get Goofy gives you some plungers so you can go to Duckburg and do the other half of that and then you get some bubbles to destroy again another weapon upgrade which are bubbles to destroy walls which I don't know how that works (laughs) (laughs) blow this bubble and it it will smash bricks up and that allows you then to get into the Transylvania castle and as Mark's just said you then uh, come up and fight 
uh, a vampire Count Dracula duck based Count Fish. Dracula and then the map opens up Popcorn even more I, it kind of all it kind of opens all up massively opens up I don't then, know if yeah. it gets any bigger than that because no. I went to Egypt and then stopped playing yeah but. so I how far <laughs> did I get I went to is it the Marja, is it there's India isn't it Majahara Majahara did not finish it no, no, mm-hmm. Maharaja. So I've defeated... Uh, so again, there's an Indian-themed one where the boss is a tiger. Shere Khan. Uh, did, is, that, is that what it was? Shere Khan? I think it's I know supposed it was just to be, yeah. A, oh, well, it was just like it a tiger. It like a chicken. <laughs> and then, <laughs> once you've defeated that tiger, then uh, where did I go? Then I went to Egypt, and mm. um, that was as far That's as where I like, got, I, am. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's there's a looking in the instructions here. There's a Viking ghost ship. There's a South Pole. There is the Ducky Gang hideout, and then you get your treasure, I guess. So, so I've probably the the only thing is there's no safe state, is there? There's no there's no password or anything. You can either when you die, you lose all your lives. You can simply continue again, or you just turn it off. <laughs> How many continues do you get? Can you just keep going? I think they're unlimited. I think I'm not sure because when I was uh, I was playing it in emulation and I was playing it on the pocket because the pocket the analog pocket now can run uh, various FPGA cores. So I just chucked it on that because when I'm sat waiting in a car park for the kids to do their gym stuff, um, then you can then I can it. play it. However. The, um, there's no save state in the car on the the Genesis car on the FPGA either, so I'm like, oh, okay. So, it's but not that hard. It's it? not so. that hard. I think after if you want this, obviously we're going to come to it, but I think there's lots of content here. I think and repeated playings. Obviously, if you want to, um, once you know it all, then you could probably sit down and breeze through it because you'll know the order. Certainly, as you get open up that second bit of the map, then you've got far more different places to kind of go to. The, mm. It really, it's a, I think it, there's, it's a very, it's very varied. All the levels are varied. There's some element of puzzles in it, certain puzzles. I, it's also got that kind of Metroidvania-y mm. thing where, like say, once you get the plungers, you can now access this. And once yeah. you've got the bubbles, you can now access that. And you can go back to places you've been and do more stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's quite. Which, uh, to give them their credit, you don't on Castle of Illusion, do you? That's just a standard. No, side no, scrolling. They, exactly. Yeah. They, well, it's side and up, isn't it? Yeah. But usually, but um, but yeah, it's it does seem like an evolution of Castle of Illusion. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So it, it's not as I was touching on. It's not just A and B. It's not just stages splitting two as such like you said when you do go inside but when you go inside then there are hidden passages there's uh but in particular in the transylvania castle there's a race against time where the walls are closing in and you've got to quickly get up um before you're squashed by moving walls and there's a water uh area which sadly just is like you're walking in water <laughs> there's no swimming element i expected like a mario um you know when you dropped in water on mario you're like oh you're swimming and Donald just falls and he just jumps slower. <laughs> Everything just slowed right. down in the water, which is a bit of a missed opportunity. But overall, uh, that's pretty much it, isn't it? I don't, I don't think there's much more to say. Um, 
not Obviously. without going into what we think about it. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there's... We could touch on the enemies maybe a bit more. Like there's like when you get to Transylvania, there's skeletons that, that come out of coffins and throw their heads at you. And so every every area, uh, like particularly the Egypt, is it Egypt? yeah the Indian level, the Maharaja level, they've got snake charmer enemies, which are playing the flutes. And if you get hit by the notes, it stuns you. And then the snake comes out of the basket and comes and twats you <laughs> because you're hypnotized yeah. by the music. So it's inventive and it looks beautiful. So. Um, very much in keeping with Castle of Illusion. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, that's it, isn't it? Really, it's mm -hmm. quite yes, a simple thing, but um, but I mean, if you're gonna be, yeah, well, well I'll Wait. save. I'll keep my powder yeah. dry until the the <laughs> the end. But uh, that pretty much. Oh, so we didn't say actually. Also, there is a certain special power where donald when he eats so many uh chili peppers oh yeah he goes is that what they are chili peppers yes but yeah it goes yeah. he goes la la doesn't he he, he goes like a tasmanian devil and just goes he gets berserk. a quack attack is that what it's called <laughs> yeah. okay. well he's got a temper on him hasn't he donald duck so yeah he eats too many of them then goes ah and you can things are too hot <laughs> and you can see it's actually a temper gauge, isn't it, on your screen there, where you've got yeah. five it says slots. Temper, yeah. yeah, yeah. His little face goes from normal face to angry face, mm. and then he just goes, and he just basically lets rip, doesn't he? It's like a he just can kill everything on the screen with one touch at high speed. So it's like um, it's like getting a blue power pill in Pac Pac-Man, isn't it, in Pac-Land? Yeah. Bit like that, really, but fast. So. Yeah, that is... Oh, and you've also got a dash, which you very rarely use, but you do need later on in levels to avoid, like, spikes and, and falling um, falling platforms that and things. Dash is pretty run. handy for just, like, sliding... That slidey thing, you mean? No, no, you've got... Move. So you've got A, B, and C, haven't you? A is to run yeah. faster as opposed to yes. walking. And, oh, yeah, and then if you push down... And you've got a slide. You slide, yeah, which gets you through, like, yeah. small gaps, doesn't it? Which I didn't know. But also, you can also <laughs> use that to, like, speed run bits. Yes, to so avoid yeah. the ghosts in the Transylvania, that yeah. they're a pain in the bum, though. Because his running's not really running, is it? It's more of a power no. walk. Yeah. yeah. Power walk. It's more like a brisk stroll. <laughs> I didn't know that you could do that slide. So when I was playing the Transylvania level with... Which is, oh, is it the? No, no, it's in the pyramid in Mexico, yeah, which is not a pyramid. It's it's and it's of whatever I don't know. Um, you get to a point where you can't progress any further because you've got to duck. So you push down and mm. you duck. No pun intended. Why? Why? Is a duck all the way through? Stop it! Right. So you push. You push down, but you can't. You know, like you can't. You can't move in a crouch. You just. So I'm looking at this thing going. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to do. <clears> and then I realise by push down and attack, I push down and. It's like you then slide. Then he you? goes, whoop. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, ah, there we go. That's how you do it. Uh, quack shot. Uh, a a colourful Disney um, I Love Donald Duck game for the Mega Drive. Shall we do a cultural interlude? Cultural interlude! Yeah! It's time for the cultural interlude. Yes, 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 yes. 
stop it. So there we go, cultural interlude. So, uh, where were we? Where are we? What year was it? It was the year 1991. 1991. Christmas it was times. December the 90th. Yeah, we always seem to get. Um, we always seem to get Christmas stuff, don't we? We always seem to get December games. And do you think that is because they are being um, released for Christmas presents? Do you think? Yes. For the holiday season, as uh, as our pals across the pond say? I don't yes. know. But, our NTSCs um, across the pond. Yeah. Right, so, cultural interlude. <clears throat> singles. So, the official singles chart in the UK on December the 19th or 20th, whatever, it still fell in the same week, don't, don't, don't come at me. Uh, staying at number seven is... From Kim Sims. To plant to see, to plant to see what you were doing. What you were doing. We did me wrong. To plant to see. Now, I didn't That's know, right? Song, it is good, isn't it? It is. It's proper good. I didn't know that this was produced by Steve Silkerley. As in, Jack, 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 your body. Jack, I Jack, your body. I didn't until I just read your notes. Yeah, which was news to me. And... She didn't have anything after this album. She was a one album. I mean, she she had alcohol problems, I think, later on in her career. But <laughs> maybe that's fine. Yeah, so that'll do it. Um, so yeah, I did. I did wonder, but um, we um, we used to call her Kim Chins because it's just a silly name, uh, and she had a chin. But most people do, right? Um, so down <laughs> down to, down to to number four. Is uh, Diana Ross, right? Um, the she is most famous for singing, but she also owns the Ross um, <laughs> Freezer Food Company. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah, that's uh, Diana's yeah. Ross. Yeah, that was popular in the eighties. <laughs> Microwave okay, meals good. company. Yeah, just a little bit. I didn't don't know if you knew that so, or not. I wonder but, why the chicken curry had such a zing. Yeah, but. Um, she yes, so she was down two to number four with. So shining on the matter where you are, you know it. It's like a proper ballad that goes yeah. on and on. I think she recently redid it. <laughs> it in goes on. And on. <laughs> it does. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> the link in the show notes is a link to a top of the pops performance by her, and the crowd look like. <laughs> I mean, I had to work out how old she was at this point. I think she was about 44, 46 or something. But to us, she was like that old Diana Ross woman because she'd had chain reaction in the 60s or whatever. Yeah. Oh, well, that's 70s. Anyway, she's Diana Ross, right? So she's old to us. And the crowd just looked like completely nonplussed. They're like, who's this woman here just singing this yeah, funeral who match? Who is this? <laughs> yeah. but now, I went deep diving on this, right? And it was written by Albert Hammond and John Bettis. People are, well, oh, Albert Hammond. Now, Albert Hammond Jr., his son, is in The Strokes, right? So that's... Okay. So that's the guitarist. He's the guitarist who's got the big curly hair, like me dad. Right. Okay. <clears throat> um, but, so I went a bit of a deep dive on Albert Hammond, and he, um, he did loads of stuff, right? So this, some... Basically, he was an artist in his own right, but he also worked with people like Dan Warren and stuff like this. So, you know, Don't Turn Around by Aswad. 
Don't turn around yeah. if you want to see me cry. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote that. Okay. He wrote, obviously, when you tell me that you love me. Um, yeah. He co-wrote to all the girls I've loved before. All right. He wrote for Whitney Houston as well. One moment in time. Uh, loads of stuff. Dying in a bathtub. She'll come I back now, aren't you? wasn't smoking no crack. I think they're the words. So, <laughs> and finally, my little bit of uh, creep by Radiohead, right? He was giving he didn't that. No, but he was subsequently <laughs> given co writing credits due to the song's musical similarity to the air that I breathe. What? Seriously? Yeah. Uh, if you think about it, you can hear it, but... It's the air that I breathe and to love you. That one. What's yeah. the, there's a million songs that go G, B, minor, C. Well, Sorry, G, B, C, C minor. This is like a really common chord progression. There must be 50 songs that use that chord progression. I've written one that uses that chord progression. He never wanted any money off me, but then I didn't sell any copies. <laughs> That'll do wow. it. <laughs> so yeah, and the other the other writer was in a band called Spectrum with the Carpenters before the Carpenters were the Carpenters. So well, they you know, the Spectrum. They might be, they might be ZX Spectrum. That's John Bettis, yeah. So so yeah, mm. little. Well, you just think it's just a throw throwaway song from Dana Ross, but my God, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so, um, <laughs> straight, in, <laughs> straight in at number one. Um, on account of Freddie Mercury dying a couple of months prior, just, we have got... It's just cheating, isn't it? Yeah, we've cheating. got... You've got to die to get to number one. It's just cheating. Double A-side. Well, it already been to number one, but this was double A-side, Bohemian Rhapsody. And... Now, I always get this wrong, right? So that... It, Bohemian Rhapsody came out in 1975, I think. Then it hit number one again here. And then it got another release, didn't it? In the la- in the wake of Wayne's World, about Wayne's 92. World, yeah. I think it might have got mm. to number one again at that point, did it? Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it anyway, did. Probably. Yeah. Wow. That was, I don't think it was, I guess it was re-released. It was re-released. Has yeah. any song been to number one more times than that song? Like it, there must be a record for the number of number ones a singular song has um, had. Mm, yeah, pro- probably Live Aid. Yeah, but that was number one once. Mm, and no, then it, yeah, but that was re-recorded, wasn't it? For yeah, a different, yeah, yeah. Ah, different okay. I mean, the yeah. same version of the song Excuse by the me, same person. The same song. Yeah, then that it'll be that then. It's, it's, almost, it's, it's coming home. It's coming oh, yeah, home. Yeah. Doesn't that get to number one every four fucking years? <laughs> Not every two. Uh, albums. Right, so in at number 10. Right, he did this album chart. I, it took some finding anything decent here. But in at number 10, together with Cliff, from Cliff Richard. Which this is him trying to get it. I think he'd had the law that not Millennium Prayer, uh, Mistletoe Wine. He'd had that already, right? So, if, if you know, if you're looking, Cliff Richard's release. Only thing I'd always, like to see Cliff Richard together with is a noose. <laughs> well, he's always aiming for Christmas, and this is We Should Be Together. And I cannot remember this song whatsoever, uh, but it goes something like We Should Be Together or Because We're Apart and whatever. And 
you know. So yeah, it's a thumbs down from me, Cliff. Sorry, it's crap. Uh, and in it, uh, at number four, falling two places was dangerous from Michael Jackson, which had black and white on it. Remember the time, heal the world. I mean, it turned out that he was dangerous. <laughs> it turned out, like, yeah. And subsequently, he was quite a dangerous man by all accounts, if you believe. The I don't know. Was he? He wasn't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where this could legally get us, but... Um, I don't think he did it, but that's another story. No, I don't think he did either. Well, But it doesn't look good when you pay someone off, does it? If I couldn't be asked, I'd pay someone... If someone turned around now and goes, fucking give me a tenner, or I'm going to take you to court and say, you bum me, I've got you a tenner, fuck off. Right, that money that he gave them was like the equivalent to him of a tenner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the way you've got to look at it. Here, have a tenny, fuck off. Well, he, he don't he done look... Uh, he, did, he did come across like a Scooby-Doo villain where he created his own theme park to lure children to. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and he even well, had a different face. Uh, <laughs> now you mention it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, he would have got away with it if he weren't for those pesky kids. <laughs> he would have done as well, wouldn't he? <laughs> Just a bit of a side note on Michael Jackson. When we were at Glastonbury, when did he die? 2010. We were at Glastonbury. Yeah. And 2009, was it? And 29. That the, the morning, I think he died overnight while we were asleep or something. I don't know. But the next morning, mm. Glastonbury is famed for having flags and people make their own flags. Someone had already put their own flag together with, it was Michael Jackson cuddling up to E.T. and it said on it, the peed is deed. <laughs> Which, I mean, kudos for, for, for the f quick work. It was like, Michael Jackson's dead. There's a flag, look, <laughs> proclaiming it so. <laughs> there was another one very similar as well with him and E.T. and it said Predator versus Alien on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry michael if you're looking down on us but uh we're, we're just trying to heal the world mate um make it a better place yeah and at number one probably in light of uh freddie mercury passing is uh queen's greatest hits two which had their later period hits on such as i want to break free it's a kind of magic under pressure and uh Make the final break through, which is really good. Because Freddie Mercury's singing on a train and it smashes through like a polystyrene wall and it's right good. So check out the video okay. for that. It's good. Um, films, right. So film charts in December the 19th. You'd have thought a load of Christmas films, wouldn't you? But no. No, because Christmas films don't get released in Christmas. Christmas films get released in July. If you an idiot and think that Die Hard's a Christmas film. <laughs> All right, okay. I wonder where you're going with that. Okay, right. Well, get ready. As always, taken from the Top f top Film Tips Twitter feed, these are cryptic clues for you to guess what the films are. So, number 10. True story of how an android apocalypse was averted by a boy, his psychotic mum, and an Austrian robot. True Terminator. Story. Terminator 2. 2? Yeah. 1991 it will have been, wasn't it? Yeah. Well done. Excellent. Well done. That's the best one, that. Terminator 2. And I, I'm saying that with lots of confidence, and I've only seen 1, 2, and 3. 
Yeah, that's that's all you need to see. You only need to see one and two, but I think one's the best one. Easy. One has that it's rough quite and a readiness. horror film. It's about what? one's almost a horror film, isn't it? It is a horror film. Yeah. It's not an action one. film it's, it's a horror film yeah it's a horror film like when, when it's when there's just half a turn basically, left and it's basically, chasing yeah, it's basically that. a slasher film isn't it yeah, yeah. it just to... happens to be an android from the future but when close. you think about it there's there's that Terminator paradox isn't there where um, it, it could have never happened because he's gone back and told her that it's going to happen and then had, they've had John and that wouldn't have happened if the Terminator and uh, I don't know. There's somewhere back. Read up it's on like it. it's, it's like it's fake. really confusing. Yeah. I know, no it's fate. like people trying to deconstruct Back to the Future. Just just watch it. Just, just enjoy just it. Leave just it. Stop, yeah. stop it. But yeah, I think Terminator One and Two and Salvation were good. The rest of them are poo. I can remember watching three, and being very disappointed by the third one, which is where he. Sh- jumps out of a coffin and then he's shooting I, out of a coffin. I thought the third one were quite good, but that's because I double-dropped ecstasy before I went oh, to see it. well, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, exactly. It was quite good, wasn't it? I think the scene where, where they're on the, on the fire truck is quite good. But yeah, they, it's diminishing oh, it flips up. Yeah, and I, 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 I've not seen Salvation, which... Um, which is your uh, Christian Bale thing, in it? Then you've got that Genesis. Uh, thing. That's the... good. That's, I think that's really good. That is it good? Like, that's it Mick G, lot... in it. Yeah, it gets a lot of flack, but I think it's really good. Christian Bale's in it, and then um, that lad, that dead lad that's played Chekhov, he's Kyle Reese. He's really good in it. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's a good film. So that's it. How can how can <laughs> right? <laughs> how can Chekhov be Kyle how... Reese? John Don't Connor sent Kyle Reese back in time to impregnate his mother. Yeah. Well, but he didn't, did he? How? It, well, he, he did. It, it was a different yeah. future is coming no, from. No, it won't, because you actually see him send him back in Salvation. All ah, right, okay, I've not watched that. Okay. <laughs> see, so how has he done that? <laughs> so if, Watch know. Salvation and find out. <laughs> if he hadn't sent him back, it wouldn't exist, but it can't exist without that happening. Yeah, because he's already on that timeline. It's a constant loop of it happening. It's fate. It's like source code. It's, the future yeah. is not set. It's, is it's no like fate. also the only reason that Arnie is there is because he left his arm behind. So if they hadn't sent him back, then he, they would have never been able to make it. Yeah, because that's why they went to blow it up, <laughs> wasn't it? Just yeah. An, yeah. <laughs> just an alternate future, isn't it? Oh, anyway, come Did on, you, right. Yeah. Shut up. Right, next film. Shut <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up. It's not Terminator podcast. Sullivan yeah. reigns the podcasting once again. Anyway, look, stop it. I've got edit yeah. Pipe down. <laughs> this is my show. And number eight. Guilt-ridden DJ finds hope of redemption in the lost soul of a deranged man whose life is shattered. And Terry Gilliam... Um, no idea. Twelve monkeys. Nope. Oh. Guilt-ridden DJ finds hope of redemption in the lost soul of a deranged man whose life is shattered. Terry Gilliam. Terry Gilliam. Terry Gilliam. Brazil. Terry Gilliam. Oh, fucking no. Terry Gilliam. Munchausen. They're the only films I know. You lose. It's okay. Fisher King. 
Oh God, I really like that film as well. <laughs> I, didn't, I forgot that with Terry Gilliam. Yes. Yeah, good, isn't it? Robin Williams and Jeff Bridges. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, so. If you'd have maybe put Homeless Man, I might have got it. Yeah, I haven't seen that film. <laughs> it's very, very good. I think it's one of the few films I haven't seen. It's worth watching, it, isn't it? Really, it's, uh, it's Robin definitely Williams worth watching. and um, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, yes. Finally, at number one, you know where Jeff Bridges, don't you? It's just rap calling from Glen Close. Come artists, attempt to defraud freakish family in grave digging, booby trapping, hand scampering, murderously gothic fun. Again, con artist, come on, con artist, attempt to defraud freakish family in grave digging, body, yeah, grave digging, booby trapping, hand scampering, murderously gothic fun. Is it is this something to do with Adam's family? Correct. It is Adam's family. Yeah. Is it? Hand scampering. Success. Is that about a con artist? Hmm? Yes. Is... They send in. Um, Fester to pretend that he's Fester to get into whatever treasures that they've got hidden in the house. I watched I watched the first half of it recently because the daughter was watching uh, Wednesday, not Sheffield Wednesday, Wednesday Netflix, and I said, "Do you know you don't even know who this is? Huh? You have no context." So I, <laughs> me being me, you've got to watch things from the start. <laughs> <laughs> we started watching Adam's Family, which I think she found a bit boring. It is quite ponderous, but it's still fun. Uh, but she loved Wednesday. But yeah, it's Adam's Family. Yeah, so they send Uncle Fester in. But I think it turns out that he's actually Uncle Fester because he went missing. And then they shave someone's head off. Christopher Lloyd's character shaves his head off and, and pretends to be Fester. And I think at the end, it turns out that he's actually Fester. Is that right? I, I thought remember. it was Joe Pesci that played him. <laughs> no, no, it's Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> it's Money. definitely Christopher Lloyd. And so there you go. Game over. Well, Joe Pesci should have played Uncle Fester. Well, well, maybe he did. Uh, Joe <laughs> Pesci is not is not even a fish. Right. So, and what have we been waiting for? Right, we've got games. <laughs> Mark's just shaking his head. <laughs> it's Pesci. It's like pescatarian, isn't it? Nearly piscine. Pissing me off. Swimming pool. A swimming pool. pool. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's what? not even a swimming pool. <laughs> yeah. Joe swimming pool. <sighs> Joe mama. Right. So what? <laughs> Joe mama. <laughs> so we are a gaming podcast. I know. We're, you know, I like to think, right? I like to think that we're a gaming podcast, but also we're a bit... <laughs> I, I like <laughs> to think we're a gaming podcast, <laughs> You know, we also do a bit, we like a bit of a pop culture capsule. And so now, let's get on to some games. So uh, on December the 19th, the January issue, because that's how it works, isn't it? In December, I don't know who made these rules up. When a magazine's out in December, it's the January edition. What's that all about? I don't know. Is that, well, I don't know. There's this thing called Google. Future publishing. Ask a dad question, it'll tell you. Is that why they're called future publishing? Maybe. Yeah, that's it. That maybe that's exactly why they went. Oh, you're bringing out December edition. No, hang on a minute. Think about our name, guys. Let's bring out the January edition. I guess the whole idea is that they 
they review it's things that you are going month. to be seeing next Maybe. month. Maybe. Potentially. Maybe. I don't know. So, so it's the January edition that's out in December, and it was issue 122 of CMVG that you can find on the shelf in... Walmart! First up, uh, we've actually covered this magazine in a previous podcast, so I've had to read between the lines and pick things that uh, we didn't pick last time. So, Robocop 3 on the Amiga... Scored ninety four. Amazing game. You see, I can't remember this. I was I was deep into console land for me. So you still had your Amiga at this point, didn't you? This game was fucking groundbreaking. It was amazing. It's Polygon City. It, yeah, it's a full three yeah. D game. I had driving in it, Robocop flying in it. it. Came out a long time before the film. Mm, yeah, a long, long time before the film. And then when the film comes out, it's really they obviously must have had the script because it is very closely like it. Um, but the other thing that I remember about it really clearly as well was um, it had a n- unique way of combating the piracy situation on the Amiga, and it came with a very small chip on um, a joystick uh, connection. So what you had to do when you put the disc in, you had to plug this chip into your joystick port. And if that wasn't present, then the game wouldn't load. So uh, that's how they combat really? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wow. copyright of it. Now, I did have a copy of it, and I realised, well, the game were loading. You fucking jammed your joystick in and out of that slot, like, really, really fast. It loaded. So... <laughs> Well it done. didn't work that well. <laughs> well done, Ocean. Nice try. <laughs> it looks like yeah. hard driving. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So that is what it looked like. Yeah. But you've you've got um, you've got driving sections that look like hard driving. You've got yeah, um, like on rails. On, is it? Are you on rails first person shooter or are you walking around and shooting? Because I just watched um, a YouTube video, so I'm not sure. I, can't, I think you are walking around, and then there's a bit where you're kind of flying. Like you've mm. got like a jetpack. I um, always. I always remember Robocop 3. I mean, this, they, they give it, I think I did say, they give it 94%. I always remember Robocop 3 as a film that my auntie, Auntie Vaughn, she don't listen, so my auntie and uncle, Steve, they, they walked out of it halfway through because they said it was really shit. They actually left the cinema. <laughs> it is really shit. Is it really bad? Who directed it? Oh, it's it? fucking awful. Is it, did Irving Kirshner do, do the second one? Uh, yeah. No, uh, uh, the second one was done... By what's his name, the comic book guy? Worst um, Robocop ever. Um, what would no? <laughs> Not uh, him. What's his name? No, Robocop Three. Frank Miller. IMDb. Frank Miller did the screenplay for Robocop Three. No, but he didn't. Frank Miller direct Robocop Two as well. No, I think that Irving Kirshner, who did Empire Strikes Back, did. Back, yeah. Um, ah, Robocop okay. Two. Robocop Two is good. Um, but yeah, RoboCop 3 is just absolutely dreadful. Frank what Miller basically happened... Did the screenplay is, for two as well, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what basically happened, from what I can gather, because I went down this rabbit hole with this uh, set of films, is um, when Peter Weller couldn't do it because he was doing Naked Lunch, then the basically the, the studio started to get their own way and, oh, we don't want it as an 18, we want it as a PG-13, and we want this and we want that and we want the other. So basically the studio ruined the franchise because Peter Weller wasn't there to maintain the integrity of it, unfortunately. Oh. Um, so they just got some shitty, uh, you know, 
10 bob director for hire to make whatever film they thought would make the most amount of money you know just anything that would turn robocop into being a, a 12 uh, or and that were it fred decker right who did monster squad before robocop 3 yeah, um, yeah. which is actually quite good uh, but again it's a kid's film with violence you can see why they picked fred decker oh, hang on he's done horror film um, that were for kids and got away with it he'll do he was you know a writer I mean? on The Predator, 2018's The Predator. That's pretty pretty shit, isn't it? Dunno. Anyway, uh, Robocop so. 3, um, CMVG, a strong contender for Game of the Year. Robocop should be right at the top of your list, as advocated by Mark from Pixel Hunt Podcast also. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rolling it's Thunder definitely 2. definitely worth a look. Uh, again, another yeah. sequel. Rolling Thunder 2 on the Mega Drive. Uh, retailing at £34.99. Uh, Paul Rand, beg, borrow, but don't steal, because that's bad. The dosh to get Rolling Thunder 2. It's brilliant. I don't think I've ever played Rolling Thunder 2. I do like Rolling Thunder. Uh, they have it at Arcade Club, and it's very hard. It's really hard. It is hard. Mm. And you, and you I think, like that sprite, though, with that guy. Yeah, it's massive, the big... Joggy legs. Yeah, yeah it's, on, it's almost like... French animation, isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, you think, I've gone back to it, and I don't know if Rolling Thunder 2 is any different, but I've gone back to it as an adult thinking, yeah, I like the slow pace. I should be able to box this off with a bit of patience, and now it's still hard. Because you've only got a yeah, limited right. bullets, haven't you? So many. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good, though, isn't it? Mm, I do like it. I do like it. You're a woman by the looks of it. Yeah, I think, I think you can pick between a male or a female on Rolling oh, okay. Thunder 2. And yeah, maybe it, you can play co op as well, possibly. Or you can go to co op. One or two. Go to co-op and get some milk. Uh, out on the Super Nintendo is Super Castlevania 4, which is interesting. It's really Castlevania 4, and it's on the Super Nintendo, so they just put Super in front of it. It's not the fourth Super Castlevania. <laughs> it's just Castlevania 4, right? Now, I can remember this coming out on release and blown away by just how gorgeous it looked, how the uh, rotating sprites, what's the mode... Um, Seven. Ooh, thank you. Mod seven. Just it's and the soundtrack is boshing. Now I can remember being blown away immediately, and it's interesting. They, they give it ninety three percent here. Costs you forty five of your English pounds. Um, they give it now, but both the reviewers summarise it thusly, and I'm paraphrasing somewhat. Basically, they're not blown away when they first start opening. It all seems very generic and boring and slow paced and a bit rubbish. And then it kind of comes into its own. Now, that's not my experience of it. I could just remember it being absolutely fantastic. I did have it as well, and it's gone somewhere, lost, lost in the annals of time. And I still think, I think it still costs quite a lot now if you're going to get it boxed. Um, but yeah, the Frank O'Connor here in CMVG, later levels feature some absolutely jaw-dropping stuff, rotating screens, spinning tunnels, end of level baddies just get bigger and scarier, the action gets really intense, initial boredom soon turns into bum-clenching fun. Uh, all it takes is a little patience. Bum-clenching, yeah. So it's that frightening that you're almost shitting yourself, I think that's what he's oh, okay. saying, maybe. I don't Do you know, know how much £45 is in today's money? About 70 quid? December 19... £121. Shitting crikey. What's really? that? Sorry, say again. £45, pounds, uh, adjusted for inflation, in today's money is £121. I was wow. just looking at it. I could only get it to 2017, and it said it was 82 quid in 2017. But 
you'd probably pay 120 quid for it now if you had a copy of it for SNES in the decent condition. But the thing is, right, we mourn now at mm-hmm. paying 70 quid for a game that's full of Hollywood actors that's taken five years to make that's been made by a fucking shit ton of people. Because and billions. Made by ten guys. <laughs> Mind you, I guess a lot more of them get sold now, so... Yeah, um, it's yeah. a lot more popular, isn't it? And, finally... They review Quackshot in this edition of CMVG, which we will well, come on to later. I'm not telling you. Save it. Yeah, I think we'll save that. Um, that's your cultural interlude. That is what we were doing in December 1991. Getting ready for Christmas. Getting ready for eggnog. I don't know if I've ever had eggnog. Not missing out. I must have had at some point. Yes, you have. You've had. You've had that avocado stuff, haven't you? That yellow yeah. shit. Yeah, that's eggnog. There's more to it than that. Is it just that with a bit of cinnamon in it? Just it's that. It's that. Oh. Nah. <laughs> There's more to it than that. Kids drink that's it just in com- America. That's just commercial eggnog. <laughs> they didn't finish spelling out no good. <laughs> 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 oh, do we have a fun fact, Daniel? Yes, we do. Ooh. Go, go on then. Sit down and strap in. His facts are like a slap. It's coming at you so, so fast. It's Dan's fun fact. In Quackshot, Donald Duck doesn't wear any pants because his pecker's on his face. I, d- I don't have any fun facts. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> Pulled you in, though. You did. Thanks you had us hooked in. Yeah. No, I don't. It's, it's pretty much... Of, is what it is, isn't it? It's a Disney game made by her who makes all Disney games. There's not really much more to it. No. Well, let's get on to uh, final thoughts then, shall we? Uh, go. What, what is what, your what, verdict? What, what, what. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's all right. I think it's better than all right. Mm. But I've okay. got to benchmark it against everything else that we've been playing. You know what I mean? I mean, is it amazing now? No. But um, compared to all the other stuff that we've played, where does it sit? I think this is one of the best games that we've had. Okay, let me let me rephrase it. I think it's a good game, but was I having fun? And I don't know if I was. I can see it's pretty, the music's alright, it's it's got all the you know, the Disney ingredients muck in it that you like, yeah, but I'm just like, yeah, is it fun? I'm not sure it is. Um I, I thought it was pretty I, good. I I'd almost completed it in mm, one well, no, I was halfway through it in one playthrough of about an hour. Once I realised that you could pause the game and call the plane, because it doesn't explain yeah. that, um, doesn't even allude to the fact that you can call the plane. It just goes, Guy, you can't climb this wall. Oh, okay. I spent half an hour wandering around that stage. I went right back to the start and then turned around and came back and he went, you can't climb this wall. I went, I know that. You've just told me. <laughs> Where do I go? I was trying to open all the doors that I was walking past. Um, but that's that wasn't what annoyed me. Once I figured out that you could fly somewhere else, I was like, right, okay, I get it, I get it. Once I realised that you had to go places to pick things up to come back other places, 
thought, I can't be asked with that. I'm off to look for a walkthrough. So it tells you which order you really should go if you want to save time. Uh, yeah. And okay. doing that made me, I'd, I'd got I'd, two sittings, I'd finished it. Yeah, oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I'll tell lie. Two sittings I got through on one credit to the end of the game, and died um, halfway through the last level. And I, I, I thought I can't die. be bothered. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna play this to the end. I mean, it does get difficult. It get it ramps up towards the end. Ah, I just it? yeah. And I thought I can't bother this. I'll just watch a playthrough at the end. Um, because I don't think I was having fun. I was just like, um, a shame. Just it felt, I, I felt like a task. It, I thought it was pretty good, but I did only give it an hour. So, um, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I I I liked it. I thought, like I say, I thought it looked nice. I thought it controlled nice. I liked the jump and you could angle it on the way down. The only thing I didn't like the one level where I ended up in what I think was supposed to be water, where he did swim. He just moved slower. He's a fucking duck. He's a duck. He just float on top of it. Should have been like fucking lightning bolting through that water. Yeah. Um, No game in the history of games has ever been improved by a water level. uh, Ori has. I don't think it was an improvement, though. You play it and go, this wasn't a bad water level. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a good bit. Um, But... um, but yeah, I think overall, this, this for me, it's like, well, was it not better than? And it came down to two, really, where I'm thinking, you know, really the best two games that we've had so far have been Nuts and Milk or whatever it was called, um, and Earthworm Jim, probably. The, probably the best two, I would think. Euphoria um, the Saga. I loved Euphoria the Saga, but oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, that was retreading. Yeah. Um, and and then I'm thinking, well, is this better than them? It's on a par, as far as I'm concerned. So I, I, you know, I, I thought there were a lot to like. And like you said earlier, Sol, um, when you get that last, uh, when you get the next map and all the dots appear on the map, it's like, oh, actually, there's quite a lot here. Now, obviously, there isn't quite a lot by fucking... Elden Ring. <laughs> Mario. Mario on the SNES Oh, standards. yes, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's plenty there, you know, and, and I think Castle of Illusion, I remember really enjoying that game, but the thing is, I could I could fucking spuzz that out in an hour and a half or something from start to finish, that game. It didn't stop me playing it over and over again. Mm. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's the thing. I don't think I'll go back to this, ever. I will right. quite happily play Castle of Illusion tomorrow. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yes, I think once you've completed it, but if you've not used a walkthrough to get the order, I think there's a lot of longevity here. But, I mean, you know, most games, you you don't really go back and play again anyway, do you really? Like, you say, you don't... No, you do as a kid. You do as a kid when you don't have your own money to go out yeah. and buy stuff. And I don't think this would have been one that I'd have gone back to. Like the pile of games on my shelf, I don't think I'd have gone, oh, I'll play Quackshot again. No, I okay. do go back to games. I do go back to games, definitely. Yeah, how many times have you completed Link to Past? Yeah, good point. I've a lot. Yeah, yeah I've lost many. count. But yeah. I, I think what I'm trying to say is, is that there is, a, there is a long game here in the investigation rediscovery phase. I think once you've probably 
and then maybe yeah, when once you, you know it, once you, you know it, then maybe it. you can yeah. finish it again. Then knowing the order, and then it probably yeah. gets put away. But but um, the, the interesting, it does get called out a, a lot of reviews saying that it's a bit floaty. You know, the the platform is a bit. Mm. Well, you kind of it's not rapid jumping, is it? Like Mario. Say, I quite liked that though. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind it. Yeah, but, but Castle but Illusions. I would have liked. Same, isn't it? I would have kind of liked to see this like as if he was trying to fucking fly, yeah. and his jump would have made a bit more sense. Mm. Um, but um, but yeah, I I thought overall it was a really really good game. You know, throw some interesting things in like each of the levels like we said earlier there's a, there's on the duckberg second bit of the duckberg where you have to where you go on like a cable car thing you know where you're going on the telegraph yeah. wires it, it, yeah. it keeps throwing surprises then, out to make it interesting yeah i'll tell you what we're annoying though um when you die you turn invisible and there's a bit on that telegraph oh, yeah, you wire. Flash, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you flash. Yeah. I, but it, it, it might have been just the copy that I had. It just seemed to turn invisible. Um, Probably the refresh that, rate on that. Mm. Might have been then, yeah. And um, there were certain points where I died, and then I found it hard to get into position to be where I was meant to be and to see him again properly. But yeah, there was that, and there was like a minecart at one point, wasn't there? Like an Indiana Jonesy yeah. um, minecart somewhere. Yeah, but that. <clears throat> you can, if don't know if you notice, but when you're in the minecart, if you press one of the but one of the directions, you'd start walking in the minecart. You'd never walk out of it, so you were held within the thing, but you could walk backwards and forwards in the minecart. In the cart. I'm like, what's the, why? Why is this happening? Why? What's the point? It's yeah. quite interesting. There's, there's certainly um, stylistically, it looks lovely. It, as we said earlier, it's a beautiful looking thing, but I think if it had been released now, I think Lucas Arts might have come, <laughs> come knocking. Oh, George Lucas. <laughs> you do know that the font just looks like Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Art, right? You do know that he's get, he's wearing a brown fedora, yeah? You do know that the map looks like Indiana Jones flying about on a map. It's very much Indie-inspired, isn't it? And I'm not sure that Huey, Louie and Dewey are old enough to fly a plane. No, I'm not entirely convinced that they are, but they're also ducks, and ducks can't fly planes, so I think and, and also suspend our disbelief. They've got wings, Oh, actually, yeah, so, yeah. You know. but uh, it's quite nice that uh, like Gyro turns up and, and Goofy turns up in certain you know certain characters from Disney, from the from the yeah. Mickey Mouse universe pop up at the end of level. I think it's pretty good. I mean, I, I never played it back in the day, but I can imagine like particularly considering how much I liked Castle of Illusion. This, if this had come along and I'd have played it, I'm sure I would have loved it equally. It, you know, it has the same sensibilities. Yeah. It's a good use of the license, I think. They've not, they've, it's not lazy. They've gone, right, no. we've got Donald Duck. It's a proper game. We're going to make yeah. it look beautiful and we're going to send him on an adventure and we're going to incorporate loads of stuff. I don't know why he's shooting plungers because he's not, he's, not, he's not a plumber by, by trade, but whatever. And yeah, it, it's, uh, I, I, I liked it. I think it, I, I liked think it. It's, it's, yeah, if you didn't know where you were going, I think you get a lot of, a lot of mileage out of it. Mileage. Yeah. But I, I so mean, what, what's I, your score then? I think it's going to have to be some of the... Oh, I'm between a seven and an eight because I think some of the platforming, you know, the, the, on the on the Mexico or Egypt level, for example, there's quicksand, which is fine. You sink mm. down, but you can jump out of that. 
You've got insta-deaths when you jump on the swamp in Transylvania. You've got insta-death when you jump on the fire. There's some certain naughty bits where you can't scroll the screen down, so you've got to drop down a ledge and the spikes at the bottom. Oh, yeah, and there'll be something at yeah. the bottom, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, oh, come yeah, on. Yeah. Or oh, the platforming's that tight. You've got, like, pick no margin for error on some of the levels in yeah. with the fire. Is it Egypt, I think, where you jump in and the platform's going to collapse from under you. So you've got to be quick, but you've also got to be perfect. It's, it's a bit... And, and if you fall off, you fall on the fire, you lose a life immediately, despite you having a health gauge. I'd have preferred him to maybe burn his ass or something and bounce back out of it. You know, comically go, ooh, his bum on fire or something like that. But but that, that's... Like, so, so that's the only downside. Some of the platform it is a bit awkward, but maybe I'm measuring it by today's standard. So I think I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah. I'm going to give it a seven. <laughs> I think, based on, on that, sometimes I screw my eyes up going, oh, come on, come on. But, uh, yeah, seven. Seven. I and I'm, 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 I'm t- I'm, I don't think that's fair as well, but I think eight might be too much. So No, I'm going to go eight because... Okay. Because I think I've given sevens to games that are definitely not as good as this. So that, that for that reason, I'm going eight. But, yeah, I can see why you say seven, though. I'm going to give it a seven, but it's a bad seven. Like it's a, <laughs> a dirty seven. Yeah, we're not. Pu- if we were putting points in this, it'd be seven point zero. Yeah, not it's, a seven point one. It's not a just 7. made a seven. It's just a seven. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. a seven, seven minus, if you can do that. Six point nine plus. Because I, I, I was, I'm, I'm not, I'm not comparing it to the other games we've played. I'm comparing it to something that it, immediately reminded me of which was castle of illusion and it's not as good and the platforming's not as good and it doesn't look as good it looks good but doesn't look as good as castle of illusion and the music's not as good as castle illusion it's just inferior and i know it's not the same game but it's so closely linked to it that all i could think of was castle of illusion and thought i'd be having more fun playing that Mm. okay I, whereas I, I kind of fell on the other side, as I said earlier. I thought that they'd done enough here to, to mix it up a bit, like evolve it a little. Maybe it sounds like that that evolution is a downside for you. And I, I'm, I, just, I'm, I like the fact that they've not just put a skin on mm. on Castle of Illusion and made it duck themed. You know, they've gone. Oh, yeah, because they could have quite easily yeah. done that, couldn't they? But the whole thing just felt more ponderous. The the platforming's worse. Because he's a duck and he lives on a pond. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Uh, I'm getting bored. So let's <laughs> ra- so so right. So back to yeah, Mega Drive. Right. What did they give it in CVG? They give it overall eighty nine. And they got to that. They give the graphics ninety two. They give the sounds eighty seven. Yeah, the tunes are a bit one. Use stereo was good though. Did you play it with headphones on? There were another game no. recently where they used stereo was good. Stereo. Yeah, it was like playability eighty eight, last ability ninety. Now we maybe maybe not long term, but maybe they they see. But yeah, eighty nine overall they gave it. Just in a quick summary. Um, 
The graphics and gameplay just get better and better. Eventually, you'll find yourself completely addicted, and all that's required is a bit of perseverance. Turns out that Donald Duck is a top-notch bit of Sega-related japery, a nice game that needs a lot of patience. But they do point out here that he's a cannibal. Because in order to get... He eats duck, doesn't he? He eats some some roast bird. He eats poultry. Yeah, so he's eating, 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 cheating. What other games could we have been playing? Oh, so just to summarise then, sorry. So Mark 8, me, uh, me, uh, reluctant 7, nearly 8, and uh, Dan is a reluctant 7, should have been 6. That's that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, baby. So what other games in the queue could we have been playing? Quad Challenge and that's it. There was no other Q game. <laughs> One Q game, Quad Challenge, which is... Um, is it that to do with quad bikes? It or is. Or is it short for quadrupedic? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, if you, are quad, if you are a quadrupedic, you are, you are, it is a challenge. Quad challenge, isn't it? Yeah. Um, is it as good as... Level one, stairs. Is it as good as ATV off-road, though? Quad challenge. It's the same gist. Split screen. Um, looks like... It should be on an Amstrad or an Amiga. I think it might have actually been ported from something, if I remember rightly. Either way. It looks like, um, it looks like a shit version of Buggy Boy, but two-player. Yeah. You can see the butt crack on the dude who's stood up on his ATV. Why have they gone to that much? Detail? Yeah. I don't anyway. know, maybe they just really like butt cracks. Oh, that's it, sorry. It, it is a, a butt crack. It is a port. Butt crack challenge. <laughs> it's a port of a Namco arcade game, isn't it? Oh, um, is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we didn't get that then. Right, but what are we going to get next? Um, well, It's getting towards my bedtime let's, now. Let's see what the randomizer's got, shall we? What, what, letter we what, letter, what letter are we on? I forgot how alphabet works. T. We did S, uh, well, we? we went MNOPQ. Uh, and we went M N O P R S Q. So it's T. It's T. Oh. So that's the randomizer. Yeah. Hey, randomizer, are you in? Fish and chips. See, I can be funny, funnier than you, knobheads. Very good. I am. I'm the best. But anyway, T. Tits. That's what you are. Yeah, I don't think I've played that. Because I know you're sports fans. Troy Aitken, oh, NFL. What? Oh. oh, God, this sounds awful. Okay. Yeah, not looking forward to that, but thanks. Not looking forward to this. So, yes, Troy Aikman. Oh. Troy Aikman, NFL football. Stick that in your gridiron, you dickheads. Mr. Bombastic Bomba Fantasta. This is going to be awful, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think we've had a sports game, have we? At all. Well, racing games we've had. Yeah, I don't, they're not sports. It's just they're cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so a bit of NFL. I can't imagine right. this being any good because 
I've never heard of him, but I know John Madden is. Well, who so, was Troy Aikman? Uh, he was an NFL star. For who? Uh, America. <laughs> the Amer- gridiron American man. Buffalo Bills, I don't know. Was he the Bills, was he? Anyway, I'm sure we'll find out next time who, who exactly Troy... Hi, I'm Troy Aikman. Who Troy Aikman was. <laughs> he was... Um, we're, we're doing it now. Dallas Cowboys, there you go. 12 seasons at the Dallas Cowboys. Yeehaw. Oopa. Ah, oh, got 12 some feedback. seasons at the same team. Does that mean he wasn't drafted anywhere else? He can't be that good. Hey, we've got, we've got, got some feedback. Yeah. We've got so listeners. It, it, yeah, listeners who've come into my Twitch channel. Firstly, Groove Furniture popped along. Hello, Groove Furniture. Furniture, groove, groove furniture. furniture. <laughs> I'll groove your furniture. Groove, groove furniture. Like a really, popped in. really fancy shares long. Popped in and said how much he enjoys the podcast or some words to that effect. Because it was in my Twitch chat. I've lost it. It went back. But he said he enjoyed the podcast and hello and I listened oh, to well, the podcast. Oh, well, thank you for that. There you go. That's just made it all worthwhile. We and, enjoy making it. And yesterday, uh, I think it was yesterday, Lopsy, Lopsy. Lops, God, put my teeth in. He dropped right. into my Twitch stream as well. Said he's a podcast listener and he enjoys it very much. And uh, oh, no, Groove Furniture, Furniture actually said he enjoys a cultural interlude bit. And uh, Lops said... <laughs> just that. Just that <laughs> the rest bit. of it is crap. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Lopsy likes Randomizer's dad. So that's good, isn't it? Someone likes him because we think he is a cockend. <laughs> so there you go. So uh, thank you, thank you. It's always nice, isn't it, when people tell you that they like what you do. Um, it kind of makes it all worthwhile. But don't tell yes, us. Tell definitely. your mates. Yeah, tell your mates. Tell uh, podcastawards.com or whatever. I don't know, someone like that. We are the award avoiding <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, Not anyway. through choice. <laughs> Yeah, so that's it, right? That is the podcast. That's it. Um, we will see you in a few weeks for Troy Aikman NFL pigskin, pigskin throwing or something, I don't know, whatever. Handbag. Uh, yeah, so thank you, everyone. Um, if you want to reach out to us, you can grab us on the Discord that we have. How? How can they do that? It, the link's in the show notes. Okay. Um, you can catch us on Twitter or Instagram at Pixel Hunt Pod. You can find us online at www.pixelhuntpodcast.com. Or you can drop us an email or how do at pixelhuntpodcast.com. Yeah, yeah, all that. Or you can watch us on Twitch if we play the game at uh, slash uh, Pixel Hunt Pod. Slash, don't, don't write the word slash. Can't. It's Definitely just slash. Can't watch me. Don't write yeah, the word slash. No, but you ought to watch Mark. And no. Only fans? You might find me on there. <laughs> Do you know what, right? <laughs> There's a few. Watching shit. <laughs> on that, right? Only fans. Uh, on TikTok, I'm a big fan of food TikTok, right? Food TikTok's ace. Yesterday, I came across an account on food TikTok called Only Scrans. <laughs> Which deserves a, <laughs> deserves a follow just for the name. I, I, like I follow it. that one. Did you, have you seen, it's got, sorry, Mark, I know you're vegan, but have you seen the... I'm not anymore. I've transitioned away. Okay. I've spent six months transitioning out of All veganism. Right, well, that... As soon as Bill Gates wanted me to be vegan, I didn't want to be vegan anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, they did. Pigs in blankets, 
with cheese in them. So what they got was a baby bell, wrapped it in sausage meat, wrapped that in bacon and put that in the oven. Now that is on Only Scrans. So when you finish listening to this, go watch Only Scrans on TikTok. Because why has no one ever put cheese inside pigs in blankets before? Jesus, it's like a little cheese-filled burger no, bacon Jesus. thing. Jesus. Jesus. Anyway, that's <laughs> it. We're done. We're, we're out of here. Until next time, uh, keep on keeping on. We're Pixel Hunt Podcast. We're playing Play the shit the games game because so you don't, don't have to. Have to. Do. Hey, I'm not your mama. See ya. Stop it. Get some help.